With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. As the Nationals are a strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. (laughs) That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to episode 162 of the DC Crossover. I am Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to be back. Follow the show on social media at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone16 and on TikTok, DC Crossover Podcast. We'll probably start dropping some TikTok exclusive content to kind of generate some of the buzz there. Um, so look out for later in the week. We talked about this last episode, our, our $10 to 10K, which we'll get into <laughs> later because yeah. uh, it did not work, work out so well for this week or this pre- previous week. Uh, but we will be giving out some picks for uh, Thursday Night Football for this week, and that will be exclusive to call it Twitter and TikTok. So follow those channels so you can get that content. I'll throw it on Instagram as well. But even though yeah. Instagram is basically the, the TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it, I don't, it is I don't edit it that much on there, though. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, Abby has Instagram. I mean, I have Instagram too, but she watches the Instagram Reels, and I'm a TikTok guy, so like – you know, she'll send me a video on Instagram, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I saw that like a week ago on TikTok." You know, right. like oh, yeah. Instagram Reels, it's it's all the same recycled stuff. You're you're exactly right. So we'll we'll put it up on there um, to help those uh, betting fanatics uh, that are out there, just like we are. But try to average two a week. We'll try to average two a week. Yeah, you know, got to keep it going. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, it is good to be back. Uh, busy night in sports tonight as college basketball tips off. Um, I mean. It's this is I feel like I say this every episode, but like this is the best time of year because it's like, all right, it's getting a little bit even though it was warm this weekend, it's going to be get cold, uh, colder out at some point. So there's really no reason to be out and about. Yeah. You you stay inside, you bundle up and you have college basketball. You got NBA going, you got hockey going, you got football almost every night of the week uh, in the NFL. And then, of course, you've got college football all, all the time as well. And it's it's just the best. It's just the best. And it uh, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, George Mason here locally with this being a DMV show. Who are they playing, um, by the way? They have Monmouth tonight. Yeah, because I know where Monmouth is staying. Cause all my, oh, really? All my errands today. 
saw the saw the big ass tour bus. At oh, the, we should have the... thrown some stink. Uh, I was gonna say stink bugs. I don't think that would have done much. Some stink bombs on the bus. <laughs> stink bugs. Uh, yeah. That would have been gross. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're staying at the Marriott. No, I don't, like it matters. I mean, the yeah, bus is right on fifty. Uh, yeah. It's they're they're staying at uh, the Marriott uh, okay. right next to Fair Oaks Mall. Oh wow, okay. I mean, that's not far from me. I mean, might as well take a little trip over there and uh, pull some hijinks. Hijinks. Um, yeah, Mason tips off tonight. I mean, you got everybody. Basically, everybody in college basketball plays tonight. It's it's crazy. Uh, Michigan State plays JMU tonight, which means I can't bet oh, on the wow. game because they're a Virginia team. So yeah. that that weird college rule, hate that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. It's uh, I, I, college basketball is a fun one to bet on for sure. Um, you know, it, Ooh, I'm, it, I'm going to bring up my my stats for college. Oh yeah, basketball. yeah, that's true. That's true. So. Um, I did hit a couple parlays this weekend, which made me happy. That's nice. Um, That's nice. Uh, one of them was one that I tailed you, but I I, I, I didn't do the exact same one that you did. I, I like there was one difference on it, um, but but you but I think we both got it anyways. It was the the one where we needed the the um, the catches for for uh, Alvin Kamara, the four it- plus receptions. Yeah, that one hit. Well, no, mine didn't hit because I had okay. it. I had it at four and a half. Oh, okay. I had four plus receptions. Perfect for you. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. That was a. Uh, I mean, it, it was a plus four, uh, four forty eight. Uh, yeah, four leg parlay hit that one. That was. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it was a nice one. I was a little pissed off about that, um, but just in general, I mean, dating back to just Wednesday. So I'm down forty five yesterday, which sucked mm-hmm. mainly because I put. Um, an extra same game parlay on the morning, the Germany game. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't even close to hitting. Uh, I mean, that thing was so far off. I mean, it, it was like I was in the Pacific Ocean. Um, <laughs> you know, and then, but Thursday, I ended up cashing in uh, 280 in profit. Saturday Solid. was a 108 profit because I, I hit a basketball one. Um, so since, let's see, the last week, I'm plus 320 up. Um, and then if you go by, let's see, where's that? Where's that other part on this? I love this app, um, but it, sometimes it, it gets confusing. To, oh yeah, yeah, I know what thing. you're talking about. So pick it app, not yeah, a sponsor. And we he, gotta get them sponsoring the show. That would be nice. Now they probably have no idea who, who anybody is on this app because I don't think there's anybody that runs it. I think it's just all right. algorithm. It's very chaotic. <laughs> so my leagues going over on my betting, my NBA plus one seventy three, NFL plus five eighty seven. Golf plus four hundred, uh, ba- NCAA basketball plus one ninety two, um, but football, my God, NCAA football, oh my God, that's it's like it's literally like I'm on a battlefield during the Civil War where like no one wins, yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. just like oh my God, it's just it's 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 literally covered in red, it's pathetic, but it, I love this app though, it's pretty cool. Yeah, if if you are a gambler, we do recommend checking out the. Pickett at P I K K I T. Again, they're they're not a sponsor of the show, but they uh, they do a good job. I, I I agree with you. I think I think they um, they definitely. There's a funny uh, bit though, by the way. So my buddy he he always likes to talk trash and so, likes to say a lot of uh, you know a lot of trash like oh yeah you know and of course Heineke who he loves same guy by the way who we yeah. talked about last year. Oh yeah. He loves to, to talk trash, like, oh, man, you know, I'm so good at betting and stuff like that. And he's, he's like, dude, you lost those parlays by one. Like, you know, it's still a loss. And I'm like, okay, first of all, kiss my ass. Second of all, 
I, I think it's hilarious because my other buddy said, well, dude, show us, show us your record. Like, see, let's see what you got. Ooh, yeah. And I said, yeah, there. Yeah. I said, I said, here's, here's the picket app. You can actually mm-hmm. go on there and find all your records and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I want to share my information. I said, share Ooh. your information. Oh, like, first, no. first of all, there's no money information yeah. on there. It's literally just a- uh, analytics. Right. It's right, like, right. I, so I Straight was like, data. Yeah, I'm sure. But the funny thing is, is, um, so I'm in a I'm in a group with Jess and a couple uh one of her coworker friends and then her husband and we call ourselves the Quack Pack because nice. like like, the, like the Mighty Ducks right yeah and also I was wearing a Mighty Duck sweatshirt that day and uh, anyways um pretty stupid but all of a sudden I looked at that and I started sharing my bets and they're all like trying to tail it so I put I keep putting a gif of like tails from Sonic. A lot of and, responsibility, though. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, at the same time, though. I mean, I've been winning some, but yeah, the fun, that's true. The, I will say the funny, the one of the funny bits is, is that somebody did tail my bet and they won, but but he adjusted it a couple things so the profit went way down. And I was like, dude, you can't do that, man. You got to go big or go home. You know how I am. You know, we I have know. a text thread. That's that's I, how it is. I know. And hey, look, credit to you. Like nobody can really talk s about your your betting right now because you're on fire. So like, you know, uh, like it or or hate it, the method's working on the on the Sarone side of things. So oh, yeah. Uh, he is the parlay king. I, I fully tip my hat to you on those, uh, and I'll occasionally tell tell some of uh, some of yours for sure. Uh, right now, I'm ice cold on NBA. I keep missing my NBA parlays by like one. Yeah. Um, hot tip for those NBA betters though: any sort of Jalen Duran rebounds props, always bet the over because that dude just pulls down boards. Is he the guy with like, the dreads? Um, yeah, he's got like short, uh, short dreads. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was a different picture I saw then. Well, there's the Isaiah Stewart and then there's Bagley and then there's, okay. uh, Duran all underneath. But yeah, is but Duran is, is the guy you, uh, he always, anytime I do a, like last night it was eight and a half rebounds was part of the parlay and it was like, psh, I mean, the guy got like 13 or something. So, <laughs> uh, always look at Duran, uh, rebound props yeah. for the Pistons. Um, Plenty to get to on the show today. Uh, you know, commanders talk. I've got uh, I've got a food ranker list that I want to get Ooh, some of your thoughts like on. That. But um, so before we get to the food, though, we, let's 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 briefly head into commander land because this is a happy day. Commander four, land, four and five. Commanders are now. I mean. And I know we talked a lot about this last episode, and I and I still will stick with that opinion. Not that things can't change. I still would not get too excited about some sort of playoff run with this team. Uh, we talked about this a lot last week, so I don't. We don't need to dive into it that much. But still, this was a nice win. Uh, you know, especially on the road. Um, I think I read that the Commanders slash Redskins like hadn't beat New England on the road since like '96. Or something like that. I mean, like that's uh, a long time. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that is a, lo- a long time. Um, hey, you know what I was thinking though is that yeah. like last night the Bills and the Bengals. It was in Cincinnati. Was that like a like a rematch or something like that that they did it with the scheduling? Because typically you right. don't play a an opponent from a different division like home two years in a row. Yeah, no, you're right. That must that must be something like that because that doesn't make any sense. You're right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking uh, about with, with with what you're saying. Yeah. With the away and home stuff. Typically, you know, if we play the Lions at home this year 
and then say we play them just just so happens we play them next year that's how the scheduling works we don't play them in dc again right 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 make any sense yeah weird scheduling there must be there must be a reason behind that i don't know but um but yeah this was uh this was a game that new england was favored going into it i think the final line ended up being two and a half um so it's not like it was some some big large line (sighs) Um, uh, you know, it, it's always, no matter how the Patriots are records wise, it's always, you know, somewhat of a challenge to, to win in Foxborough. I mean, they, they do tend to play well there. Of course they didn't, we didn't have the typical November, New England weather. I mean, it was like 70 degrees outside or whatever. So you didn't really have to deal with the elements. Um, but instead you had a, a tight game throughout, um, Howell, uh, pretty brilliant again. I mean, this is the first time in his career now, his short career now, back-to-back 300-plus uh, uh, passing yard games, um, consecutive 300-plus uh, games. And then you had some plays like the, the the pick late in the first half. That was obviously a tough one. Um, but at the end of the day, he gets it done. Um, you know, a big pick, obviously, late in the game by Martin. Um, and, you know, a, a nice game from... Jeremy Pringle, <laughs> a name we don't see too often. He made a couple nice catches, Who? especially on that. Uh, Pringle. Pringle. Is it Breon Pringle? Oh, is it Breon? Uh, isn't there a Jeremy Pringle somewhere or something? Where did I get the name? What, was that the in- inventor of the chip? Uh, maybe. Byron? Byron Pringle? Yeah, I think it's uh, Byron. What did I say? Byron? I don't. I don't honestly, you said Breon. You were you were close, but yeah, Breon. I mean, I'm the one that said I'm the one that said Jeremy. So where, where did I get um, Breon from? <laughs> I mean, you switched the R and the Y. That's where you get Breon. <laughs> uh, but <coughs> don't worry, my cough won't be as bad as it was last episode. Uh, I mean, uh, Pringle only has seven catches on the year, but uh, but yeah. Anyways, this was a good road win. I mean, for. Uh, obviously, the pa- the Pats aren't that great, but still, neither are the Commanders, and they still went on the road, and now they're one game below five hundred. So you got to hand it to them, you know. Yeah, and then also you're looking uh, at John Kime, who tweeted out, uh, which is actually really cool to see. Twenty hours ago, he said in the last five games, Sam Howell has thrown for fifteen hundred and ten yards, most in the NFL. He has also thrown for ten touchdowns during that time, which is tied for the most as well. Which right there, that's basically two touchdowns a game. But you have to look at it this way. People kind of, you know, here's the thing, is that those fans that we talked about last week who are the fair weather fans and this kind of stuff, the people that are fans of the team that are, again, part of the Heineke Hive and all that kind of crap, I I got a couple, you know, texts from people that said, like, yeah, but he's the the most sacked quarterback. What, What does that tell you then? The guy's getting sacked all the time, right? He's getting sacked all the time, yet... He leads, or not leads, but he's tied for sixth, at least pr- prior to the New England game. Yeah. He was tied for sixth in yards, yards per game, and touchdowns. Okay, That includes people like Trevor Lawrence. That includes people like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and all those cats. So you're looking at it and saying, what does that tell you about Sam Howell? The guy gets sacked every two seconds. Now it's getting better, I will say that. It is getting better, but at the same, at the same time, you have to look at it and say, this guy has to be considered to be the guy because yeah. he's going out there. And again, again with Taylor Heineke bit, okay? Everyone liked Taylor Heineke. Me and you had our own thoughts about him and whatnot. But when it comes down to Taylor Heineke, he only dreamt, you know, dreamed or whatever the word is, yeah. you know, of throwing over 225 yards consistently. Right. And 
You even saw it on his Hail Mary throw. He couldn't even throw it to the end zone yesterday in the Falcons game. So yep. the biggest part that I look at is the sole fact that Sam Howell is going out there and chucking it around the backyard every two seconds and giving Terry McLaurin a shot. Jahan Dotson is finally showing up. You know, Curtis Samuel, now he, I think, I believe he was out yesterday, but the thing about it is, or inactive, I should say, the, the biggest thing I have to say about Sam Howell is that people need to start putting him on notice because this guy has an arm. He can run for a first down if he needs to. He made smart plays yesterday in the sense that there was a couple times. Now, of course, again, I didn't get to see a lot of the first half because I was out. Um, which kind of sucked, and we already talked about that. That's a whole, that's a whole entire illegal thing in the first place. But the biggest thing when it comes down to Sam Howell is that he's making smart decisions and growing as a commander, growing as an NFL player, growing as a, an adult. And Eric Bieniemy is starting to try to find that combination to help him out. And my overall thought is that this guy has to be considered the future for this team. Now, who knows what's going to happen with the coach? Who knows what's going to happen with draft picks and free agency and all that kind of stuff? But he has been slinging it around like we're playing backyard football left and yeah. right, and I'm loving exactly everything what I'm seeing. Yeah, he's he's earned the – because like the whole thing with Heineke that we had for a long time was like he had never fully earned the QB1 – like spot like right. where it's like this is his spot we don't need to go get somebody else i mean with with heineke that i mean obviously the Wentz experiment that didn't work out um and and you know some of these other guys were it was the wins like, that, that that we were talking about though he, he was winning yeah. that was great yeah but yeah. he wasn't winning because of him that's what we we're right. talking about before. right he didn't <clears throat> he didn't earn that spot he didn't earn yeah. the the full qb1 there's nobody you know you're not looking over your shoulder every week sort of status that we feel like sam howell deserves to have i mean we feel like he deserves to be the guy where it's like hey um next year's draft and off season and things like that we don't obviously nothing wrong with getting a backup but there's we don't need a guy who's got a, a, a battle we don't need a battle for this position we can spend those uh that money and we can spend those draft picks on places we actually need help which is offensive line and some of these other spots uh defensive line now that all your guys are gone um so you know some some of those decisions now in theory, that's where your focus should be versus um, the quarterback position. So, uh, by the way, side note, you know, we, we, we won't get into the specific event you were at this weekend, but um, <laughs> I will. We, I did want to say that, like, it is something to, to consider when it's fall and you're scheduling, like, these weddings events and parties and, like and that, weddings yeah. and things like that. It's like, it seems silly. It's like, oh, yeah, sports aren't any everything, but... You gotta know that, like scheduling something in the fall, in the middle of football season, is a very risky maneuver. Yes. It really is. Fractures uh, relationships. It, I mean, it, you're gonna have some people because you're gonna have a contingent of people there that aren't thrilled that they're there and they're not at home watching the game. You know, and you're gonna have a lot of the phone checking and things like that at your event. Um, it's just, it's very risky thing to do, especially if we're talking about like, it's one thing if it's like, Hey, let's knock this out in the morning before <laughs> one yeah. o'clock hit tip, uh, you know, kickoffs and things like that. It's like, go, have at it. Or if it's like, I mean, evening. Okay. I guess. I mean, yeah. Like you're still probably missing a Sunday night football game, which is usually fun to watch, but that's only one game. But if you're doing something around one o'clock on a Sunday in football season, I mean, you're 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 asking for a whooping. I mean, like it's just not <laughs> it's just not a good idea. 
It's really not. Well, Jess ended up telling me a few days ago. She was like, "So you know, uh, we got that thing on yeah. Sunday. You Oof. know, thing in parentheses. that's a dagger." And I said, "I said, yeah. What time is it?" It's like one thirty. She said, "What time do the Redskins play? Commanders, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. At this point, who cares? They're Redskins in your house. Like. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, "What time do they play?" I said, one. She's like, "Ooh, that's not good." Oof. She's a Steelers fan, so she yeah, watches yeah, yeah. our game. Yeah. But she also, and now, like I told you, she's basically addicted to betting, just like I am, because nice, nice. she she got the, a taste of the good life with a few different bets that she won. That's um, what happens. Yeah, yeah, I know. I told I, I told her the other day. I said, I think you're addicted to betting. She's like, No, you are. And I said, Yeah, but when 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 you lose, you're upset. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's what addicted to betting. Welcome means. to the life. Um, but yeah, when she said that, because obviously the Steelers played on Thursday, so she was yeah, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good. Set. But then all of a sudden, I'm like. Uh, hey, I wasn't too. I wasn't too thrilled about that because mm-hmm. I think you were appalled that I wasn't yeah, in front no, of my TV. I was TV. disgusted. <laughs> I, I was. I was. I was. I was pissed. So I was like, I, I mean, it's a bye week for my Lions, and I'm here watching. That's the one thing. That's the one time you can get away with it if it's like you check that bye week schedule and you're like, oh, this is the week where. Hey, hey, honey, why don't we go to your favorite? You know, yeah. go, uh, go some apple go cider, apple picking. Yeah, apple picking and uh, making cider and whatever. Uh, that's 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 what the bye week is for. That is what our nation was founded on. Um, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one one uh, part about a bye week yeah. is. Did you see? And I know I mentioned this to, to you off air. Did you see Will Levis's parents at the game? Did you see them show Will Levis's parents at the game on Thursday? I don't. I don't think so. Now I'm not sure if anyone picked this up, but they were like, and again, this was at Heinz Field. Or okay. formerly known as Heinz Field. Right, so, right, right. So Jess has been there a bunch. Right. And she's sitting there and she's talking about it. And I said, wait a second, rewind that. And Will Levis's parents were like three rows from the tippy top of the stadium. Whoa. I'm, I'm talking to, did you see a picture of it? No, no, no. I, oh. I wasn't able to find anything, but yeah. Literally, they were so far from the field, I don't even know if they knew where Will Levis's number was. How is that possible? I, I literally told her, and she, she was like, I know exactly where that is in the stadium. And I mean, put it this way it was dark where yeah. they were sitting, where they were sitting, it's not standing because there was no lights on that yeah. part of the stadium. I mean, what in the world? Like, you're taking a bye week right there because your son, who has, who's a quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, is out there and he can't get you tickets anywhere close. That's, uh, that's ridiculous. That was that, crazy. Yeah, that, that doesn't make I mean, like, it's one thing, all right, like, we can't put them up in a suite or whatever. They're all taken. It's like, all right, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you, you got to think that they you could give them some better seats than that. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, we're, t- we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about, this, yeah, starting NFL quarterback. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. yeah, Will Levis, you know, he's not making, you know, Matthew Stafford money or anything like that. But he's, you know, he's an NFL quarterback. He's got, he's got the, the hookup. <laughs> I mean. Well, you would think <clears throat> that he would actually have some type of connection with the team he plays in quarterbacks well, yeah. for. I mean, they give him family uh, tickets, right? Like, Yeah, they, they, I, can, I think they all get like 10 tickets, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I I, uh, I didn't see that, but that's embarrassing. Like, that's 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 rough for everybody because, like, it's rough for Will Levis because people are going to be clowning on. I mean, it's rough for his parents, obviously, because, like, you know, they're climbing Mount Everest just to get to their seats. <laughs> well, then, like, I mean. It's just, it's just embarrassing. They're like, 
And here's Will Levis's parents. Uh, they have their binoculars out. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I think he's down there. I think he's <laughs> yeah. playing. I, I couldn't tell you. I see um, somebody out there that looks like our son. But, uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to get in our airplane to come down there. It's, oh, it was crazy. weird, dude. It was that's, weird. That is weird. No. And it stuck out. Like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm doing the same game parlays every single damn day, it feels like. Yeah. But it's like when I was watching every single play, I said, oh, my God. Like his parents are sitting there cheering, and they must have been cheering for the play that just happened 40 seconds ago because right. it it, the, you know, the eyesight <laughs> didn't compute it because it was so far away. Yeah, that is that is rough. That is not uh, at that point. It's like just watch the game from your hotel. I mean, if you're the parents there, it's like what? Yeah. What's yeah. The, what's the point? I'll meet I'll, I'll meet you after the game, Will. Like I don't know I don't know what to tell you. Um, Commanders uh, coming up. They'll be heading to Seattle uh, next weekend. Yeah, that'll be a tough um, one. Yeah, yeah that 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 might be a little rough. And then you're at home against the Giants on the road in Dallas. Uh, home against Miami, uh, at LA, uh, at the Jets, um, home against the Niners, and then finishing up home against the Cowboys. So, a lot, a lot to be uh, decided here um, at the end of the, you know, over these next eight games. I mean, it's it's going to get interesting. I mean, I, we still, I still will contend that this team is not going to be making the playoffs this year. Um, but I Cur- love currently they're the first out. ones out. The first, yeah. they're the first ones out right now. And I just think, like, I mean, you got again Seattle on the road in Dallas, Miami game. I mean, I, I, I Niners. You, you know, there's there just seems to not be a path in, um, which is why I think the focus should be on you know getting your house right for next season. I mean, making sure like uh, giving Howell plenty of time to continue developing, especially if you're Ron uh, Rivera, getting your house right. Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your, your, your new put, house. Put it up on the market. There, Ron. <laughs> uh, you're not sticking around. Um, uh, let's let's move into. A little bit of Survivor talk. And again, if you're not a Survivor fan, go ahead and skip ahead. Yeah. But Pick for rock. those of us who are Survivor fans, what a roller coaster season so far. You really have had some of the highest highs and some of the lowest lows this season. Yeah. Um, you've had episodes where like nothing happens and then somebody quits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then you've had what happened last week where just an absolute incredible finish where my boy yeah. is still alive. Caleb oh, man. Uh, plays his shot in the dark, which basically it's a newer thing they introduced in the new era of Survivor um, where you know if you, if you feel like you have a shot of being eliminated, um, you lose your vote and you roll a die, and I think it's like you have a one in six chance of... Um, Staying in the game. And so basically, like, you pull a scroll out of a hat, out of six scrolls, and you give it to Jeff, and then it, is it will just one? Say, is it just one? Uh, like Only one says safe. But yeah. I'm saying, is it only yeah. one that you can play, or do you have to find it? No, so you everybody gets one. Everyone starts ah. the game with a shot, their own shot in the dark. You I must have missed it, that. I must have missed it. You can give it to other people. Like, you can give away your shot in the dark if you want to. Like, we saw in an earlier episode that uh, Emily, like, uh, said, you can take my shot in the dark so you know that, like, I I'm serious about this. I thought that was fake that she was handing like her that. or something like that. No, know. no, no. So, I think it's, it's it's no, it's a it's like a physical dice or something, a die or something okay, like that. Okay, okay. Anyways, it's, it's one of the things. So, they've introduced it into New Era Survivor. We've seen it played um, over the last three or four seasons uh, quite a bit. It's only hit twice. 
Ooh. One of the times that somebody hit it, they didn't even need to play it. Nobody was voting for them, so it was kind of <laughs> pointless. And then, but this season, Caleb plays his shot in the dark, which yeah. means he's safe. And literally every other person had voted for him, and it was it was just a, a an electric reveal. Um, yeah. He was hyped. Even like the people that voted for him were hyped. I mean, it was literally like. Like a Kawhi Leonard shot to beat, yeah. you know, uh, to uh, to win the final, you know, whatever. Who they, who'd they, who'd they beat that year? The, the Spurs. That was the Sixers. Sixers. Sixers that was the, that's right. That was the the shot to beat the, uh, Joel oh, and beat in the Sixers. The Raptors. He was in the Raptors. That yeah, time. yeah, yeah. So it's like it was literally just like unbelievable chaos, pandemonium. Um, it was very cool. Just as a Survivor fan, it was like, all right, this is awesome. Like this is a really cool moment in the show. Yeah, right, right. He right. stays in the game. Uh, Jay Maya gets eliminated, which. I mean, I know you've you've been watching this season. It's like I don't know why everyone was like gunning for her because like she seemed kind of weak and like not really much of a player. So it was kind of like, why are you even like targeting her? You know, <laughs> um, she's like this tiny Indian girl that like sings, I guess. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> she got knocked out. <coughs> um, and so things are, things are interesting now because now we're in the merge. Um, now this is when. Uh, you know, teams form and like a, a lot happens. But right now, Caleb, Kendra, and Sifu, my three, are still alive. Austin's still alive for you. Um, and again, Austin's in great shape here. Like he, nobody's voting for him um, so far. He's still got a bunch of advantages. Um, so I think I think he'll stick around for a while. Like I think you have a, a really good shot of getting him to at least like the final three, maybe. Well, see, here's the thing that I think that Caleb shot himself in the foot because. He started putting his foot in his mouth, using feet as analogies apparently now. Yeah. Uh, he, he put his foot in the mouth when he was like, well, I think I'm one of the uh, you know the, the, the biggest targets out here yeah. you know, for everybody. Yeah. And, then, and some people were like, like, what the hell? Like, why would you even say that about yourself? He's like, well, not, not strategy-wise, just, just physical-wise. Like, right. like, what? Like, first of all, if you're one of the biggest targets, you, have, you master one thing and you're average of the other. So who knows if you're average at, at, at strategy? Because we haven't seen you. Your, your tribe has been losing every damn challenge. Right, right, so right. So for me, I think he shot himself in the foot there. But when you're, when, when you're, when you're looking at the whole entire tribal council as a whole, I mean, I, here's the thing. I talked to uh, somebody who listens to the show at, at work today, the music teacher, and she was like, so you watch Survivor? And I was like, yeah, I watched Survivor, and I saw the Tribal Council and all that kind of stuff. And this is the one thing that I differ for, for I mean, for, for not for Survivor, Survivor fans uh, compared to Big Brother fans. Mm-hmm. On Big Brother, okay, when they're doing the votes, obviously it's in secret, just same thing as a Survivor is. Yeah. But when they go to the diary room, they sit there and they're like, I'm going to vote for Bill, you know? And then all of a sudden they're like, whoa, you know, like everyone's like, oh my God, well, this guy's voting for Bill. Like, he's supposed to be voting for Aaron or something like that, right? And then all of a sudden they come out and the guy's like, yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. I, yeah, I voted for Bill. You know, he didn't say it, he votes for Bill, but he like looks at him, like kind of gives him a little nod or whatever, a little right, pat, right. pat on the leg or something like that when he sits back down on the couch. But for Survivor, if Jay really sat there and thought, I mean, hey, he could, he could play the shot in the dark. He might have an idol. I don't understand why she doesn't say, "All right, well, I'm going to switch it up and I'm going to try to vote for Sifu. I'm going to throw, I'm going to vote for, you know, uh, right, wh- whoever." And it's like, I, I don't like Big Brother. That happens every three weeks. There's always a random uh, a ghost vote out there that everyone's like, "Who the hell voted for yeah. for, for for this person?" And then she could easily pawned it off on Emily and said. 
Yeah, I bet Emily did that because she was trying to, you know, tell or be on somebody's side or something like that. Because they were former tribe mates and stuff. No, no, it's a great point, and it's something I thought about as well because it was literally like it's pretty rare you have a full unanimous vote where literally every single right. vote besides the guy, obviously, who was being voted against, but he, he couldn't even vote anyways because he played Shot in the Dark. So it was literally every vote was on him, was on Caleb. It is rare because of the fact that there was you know, 12, 13 people left in the game. Um, and so the only thing I, I thought of was, I guess, I mean, yeah, you, it, would, it would be big strategy coming into play where you'd have to say, you'd have to lie and put it on somebody else. Uh, because, like, what you don't want to do is, you, let's say, you do switch your vote to somebody else, and then Caleb does actually get voted off, and they find out it was you that voted differently than everybody else, then immediately you're a target. But you're right. If she could have tried to, like, switch it up and put some other strategy involved and all that sort of stuff. So Because I mean, um, if you think about yeah. it, if she knew that he was going to get votes, okay, if you don't think anyone else, because obviously, you know, he made a big scene and all this kind of stuff, and it's a big target and everyone was going to get him out, but if you thought that, then go into it having a strategy where, again, you need to start, especially at this time, you need to start building a resume. Because like you yeah. said, she's not a threat or anything like that. What is she, what, what she going to say? The, sa the same spiel that everyone else says? Like, well, I, I made an alliance and I stuck to that alliance and all the way to yeah. the final three. And, well, what'd you do? Well, I was loyal. You know, like, like yeah. what else are you going to say? She's you not winning individual immunities out yeah. here. She's not. Yeah, you can't be an Aussie. Be loyal and win seven different individual yeah. beauties or whoever the hell it is, Colby yeah. or someone like that back yeah, in the yeah. day. You can't be that. So when you have to look at it and say, I got to do other stuff, I'll tell you right now, the person on Big Brother, Dr. Dan, I don't know if you know who that is. No, I don't. Dr. Dan, everyone called him. I don't think he was actually a doctor. I think he's called Dr. Dan. But <laughs> he he won, like, he was on the show like four different times or five times, and he won three, three, three seasons or something like that. Jeez. Like, he won a ton. And the funny thing is because – he deceived people a ton. Yeah. Always felt, felt them make it or felt that they were safe and all that kind of stuff. Made alliances left and right, and never got caught in the crosshairs to the point where it's like you're looking at it and saying this guy is like a natural Russell Hance because Russell Hance, going back to Survivor, yep. never really won a ton of individual stuff, but no. he would literally just master the strategy part of it where he's like, well, I'm gonna you know have my team win, but I'm also gonna backstab people. And not give two f's about it, just like right, John right. Johnny Fairplay back in the day. Yeah. So you're, you're lying you're, about yeah, yeah, My grandma's dead. Oh, she's, yeah. actually, she's actually 50 years old, and she's working yeah. at like you know Walmart. Uh, yeah. It's like the thing about it is, is you just don't see people use strategy enough because you have these quote unquote super fans, but they think like as long as I'm nice, people aren't going to vote me out, and I'm going to fly under the radar. No, you have to master a certain part of the game, which is the strategy part. And you have to go out there and, and, and do a little swinging. Like, because say no one knows who the vote is. She makes it to the final and says, hey, you remember that time that uh, Sifu got voted out and no one knew who it was? That was me. You oh, know? yeah. No, you need, like you said, if you're not the strongest uh, challenge player, you need to have uh, some of those uh, strategy plays where, you know, I was able to swing a vote this way or that way, or I was able to um, – uh, Get convince this person to not play their idol, and we voted them out. You know all this sort of stuff. No, hey, strategy big, plays. Big, big. big play would have been if she said, "Austin, I wrote wrote down your name. He's out." Yeah, <laughs> like I mean that that would have been crazy. No, I, I agree. I think the the new era Survivor players um, tend to not be 
um, as ruthless as some of the players oh, yeah. were back in the day. Um, and I think that works against them because I think you do, as we've seen, you know, in an old school survivor, you do kind of need it is a play. It is a way to possibly make it far in the game is to be ruthless. You, you get your, you know, your, your close allies and then everybody else, you just take them down um, left and right throughout. So we'll see. Uh, this was, as you said, I, um, you know, Caleb ha- does have, of course, has a big target on his back. I don't think he would, they would immediately turn around and vote him out this next, this, this coming week. I got to think that either he wins immunity or something along those lines happens or somebody else creates themselves as a target. Cause that's a big thing about the survivor. It's like in college basketball, survive in advance. Like you, you, you're on the outs and you survive one tribal council. You could be in the game the rest of the way because like suddenly something happens. Somebody pisses off the wrong person yep. that week yep. or you, you luck yourself into a individual immunity win and, uh, the target moves, so that's that's why this game is great. So what they you know, should I'm, do I'm is, is have Drew, Austin, and I think her name is D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team up with Caleb and Emily because yeah. the if you if you think about it, the numbers obviously stay with three uh, uh, Reba people. Right, right, right. And then obviously you say, hey, we're we're gonna have a strong tribe because Emily is loyal to Caleb. Caleb yeah. and Austin are arguably the two best. Uh, yeah. best uh, athletes, best physical players. For so sure. you have you have to think about it and say like, well, we're gonna take down individual immunity nine times out of ten for the most part. Um, but uh, you know who I've been thinking about? What is his name? Billy or what, what's the what's the Boston guy's name? I always forget his name. Oh God, I forget his name too because it's like he's such a like a generic Boston white guy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I know it, you're talking about that. It, yeah. So. He he he's like a flip flopper to me because not in the sense of his gameplay, but more so because I I don't know if I like him or I don't because I same here. He, I don't know. He, he's like he's good at you know you know challenges and stuff like that. And honestly, I was actually gonna think about betting on Caleb and and that guy in the challenge yeah. because I figured that you know the, the physical part it didn't look too demanding to the point where. You know, I mean, because think about it. Also, they had to get over that boulder and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, lifting Sifu up and 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 whatnot. I think Caleb and and that that guy, Mr. Boston, could have easily lifted up all the women, uh, and yeah. then they just have each other. But it's like, I don't know. I was thinking about that, but I, like I said, I don't know if I like that guy or not. Because I don't know either. I don't know because like, yeah, sometimes he seems great. The other times he's like collapsing on the ground. <laughs> um, and then like, I don't I, know what's I, happening. I agree. Where like, I don't necessarily fully know where his loyalties are yeah. at the end of the day. Because he, he's the type of guy that, like, he'll tell you what you want to hear. And, like, I don't know if he's actually, like, strategizing or, or not. So we'll see. But I like no, watching it, him in the challenges, but he's getting annoying yeah. at the tribal, at, at the at the camps. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he – and, and he's got that thick Boston oh. accent, too. Well, it's um, getting worse, too, by the way. It is. It is. Well, I think, like, I think like, he was, like, he was he was a little, like – it was kind of like he was just visiting Boston. You know those videos where they're, like, like – one one day listening to Coldplay, and then all of a sudden, oh, like, yeah, yeah, four yeah. days listening to Coldplay, yeah. and then they start, <laughs> then they start singing Clocks. It's yeah. like, what, what the hell? It's like he's, he used to be a big fat fatty too. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. he lost all the weight. He used to be, uh, and that's the quote unquote. That's the reason why he's collapsing. Okay, yeah, dude. I guess that makes yeah. no sense. Yeah, I, I I don't eat uh, I don't eat lunch, and suddenly I'm on the floor that day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> before all right, before we get into the uh, Daily Dozen, I did want to hit up um, – I want to see how this list hits you. So this is Ranker's uh, Best Chips in the World oh. list. And so um, I just want to go through the top ten here, and I want to see 
your thoughts on these, and I'll share mine as well, of course. We'll go 10 to 1, obviously. Um, number 10 on the list, Funyuns. Are you a Funyuns guy at all? I do like the Funs. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and honestly, they're not great, but right. they're like, if they're there, like in a, in a vending machine or something like that, and there's nothing else that's really you know, going to hit the spot and there's nothing else like something out of order or they haven't refilled it lately. Right. I'll go bear for a bag of Funyuns. Now I'm not going to overspend for Funyuns. I rather, you know, rather eat my left arm than a, than a bag of Funyuns over, yeah, it's just you know, not a, it's other, not a other options, but it's, it, yeah. it's, it's 10 is, it's a suitable spot. Okay. And they, I've never had, they also apparently make a flaming hot, uh, uh, uh not as great. Then, not as great. Oh, you've had it. And then, yeah. uh, and then they make a spicy queso one. So the problem with a, a flaming hot funyun is there's it's too dense to the oh, so the point yeah. that the dust the dust like seeps through it and like you can literally you know get a pressure washer of dust and just yeah. do that thing and it's and it won't keep anything of it like <laughs> it's just colored now at this point. Number nine lays sour cream and onion, um, the classic lays sour cream and onion. Um, <sighs> these are always ones where like. I'll eat it, of course. I mean, I'll eat almost anything. Right. Um, and, and there are some people that swear by sour cream and onion. They're like, that is my chip. Um, I, I Again, I, I I think there are better options. Um, if you put a bag in front of me, I'll pro- probably eat it all. But I've never necessarily been a diehard, like, sour cream and onion guy. Yeah. I mean, sour cream and onion, like you said, I'm not going to seek it out. I'm not going right. to really go and... And sit there and say, "Yeah, this is this this is it for me. Like I'm set for life." But at the same time, you know, if I'm, you know, for, put it this way, if it's super, if it's not Super Bowl, but if it's because uh, I'm definitely preparing for that. Ooh, but if it's yeah. if it's NFL Sunday, and you know, I'm like, man, I need a little nom, nom in my life, you know, yeah. and that's what's in there. Okay, I, I'll, I'll eat a few chips of that. It's a Just, good mix it up chip. Yeah, where it's like, all right, I don't want, and I don't want to give away other. Um, ones on the list, but like, yeah, if you're like, oh, I don't want this or that, like, throw in a bag of sour cream and onion. Not, not yeah, a sure. bad option. This is a little bit surprising to me. Number eight on the list: Cool Ranch Doritos. They're down at number eight. Hmm. Well, do you agree that you'd think that they would maybe be a little bit higher on this list? I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, I think that so. My favorite Dorito ever mm-hmm. uh, was the Blazing Buffalo. I believe they were called, okay. and they were in a light blue bag. It was like the as blue as the sky. And honestly, they stopped making them. Now, I haven't seen a bag of that in years, so obviously it ain't coming back. But I believe it was Blazing Buffalo. It was Buffalo yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, I see uh, Bla- Blazing Buffalo and Ranch. And that Three thing days. was money. And the problem is they stopped hey, making them. Like, kind of I stuff. mean, oh, it says notify me. So, yeah, it must be. That, yeah, they must not make them anymore. So you have to like be like, email me if this ever comes back. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a light blue bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blazing yeah. Buffalo and Ranch. That thing that was sounds back. incredible. I mean, it was too. Oh my god, it was amazing. Uh, and they stopped making those, but now it's my 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 new favorites are the Flamin' Hots, both of them actually. But the, it's just too low. I mean, you gotta have that's a classic. Chip. Yeah, that's a classic. classic. Chip. I'm I'm, sh- I'm 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 shocked by kind of what's ahead of it. And by the way, I found a picture of the Blazing Buffalo and Ranch, and you can tell it's old because on the bag it says "Get Exclusive Madden 17 Ultimate Team Packs." <laughs> See, I told you yeah, that was. I mean, she's t- 2017, 2017. If that was the last time it was out, yeah. I mean that's 
I thought it was even longer than that. To be honest, that's with you it. sitting there playing Madden 17 with your bag of blazing Buffalo and Ranch chips. Yeah, that sounds like a good evening to me. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Pringles sour cream and onion. So to me, I think this is a little bit of a crime having Pringles sour cream and onion be higher than Cool Ranch Doritos, in my yes. opinion. Um, and same thing about what I said about the other sour cream and onion. Where and, and I'll be honest, like when I was a kid, I mean, I was more into Pringles than I am now as an adult. Obviously, like, there's nothing wrong with Pringles. They're always going to be good. But I'm, I'm telling you, they're another one where it's like, I don't really go out and buy Pringles these days. Like, I, I'll buy other bags of chips over the tube of Pringles a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the only time I ever – because Jess's favorite chip, I believe, is a Pringle. So, yeah. um, honestly, this, this – gosh, this mic sucks, man. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. Like, I'm adjusting this stupid thing every damn day. Um <laughs> It, 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 what's stop moving like like look at this stupid thing it's like it's like i'm on like a swinging like a, like, yeah. <laughs> i mean literally it's like oh my audio is all over the place right now um so and it's just tilting me anyways so her uh i might have to hold it up like this yeah. um so her favorite i think is a pringle so That's when pringle. i do okay. when i do get pringles i end up getting the scorching buffalo uh and dude yeah, it, that sounds it, good oh it's so good man yeah. and i get i get a i get a little tube of that myself um and uh yeah, I have to agree though. Pringles are like a B tier chip. They're a B tier chip, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. They're they're, which means like, hey, they're solid. They're solid. Yep. Like yep. again, I, I don't shame the Pringles fanatics out there, but it's just there's just better options, man. There's better options. Uh, number six on the list: Ruffles Cheddar Sour Cream. Now this. This is a, a very, in my opinion, underrated chip. I don't think this is necessarily a go-to for a lot of people. I, I get Ruffles Cheddar Sour and Cream when I order from, um, I'm trying to think which sandwich shop it, it is. It might be Firehouse, um, but there okay. it's one of those. And, like, I'm telling you, this is a very, very good chip. Um, I'm glad to see it make this list because I think, again, I think it's underrated. I don't think, I don't hear that many people talking about the Ruffles cheddar and sour cream. Um, it's a hearty chip. It's It's got some thickness to it, just like we do. Um, thick. How and, many C's uh, in that thick? It's got the nice little cheddar seasoning on it, and I like it. You didn't answer my question, though. Oh, how many? Oh, in the thick? Uh, probably like six. Six six C's on the six C's. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, maybe that's the that would be like a chip that's like this thick. (laughs) Um, No, like no. So it's not that thick, but it's thicker than like your thin like Lay's chips that you get in the bag. Like it definitely has some heft to it. Okay, okay. I I was the ruffles cheddar. I I was gonna I was gonna say something else, but I I I withheld. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I I don't think I have. Which one was it again? I don't even know what Chip we're talking about. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about Ruffles cheddar and sour cream. It's like it's got the red, white, oh, and yeah, blue ch- on yeah. the bag. Ch- yeah, yeah the, ch- the cheddar. I've had, I've had the cheddar. I like, I like most anything that has cheddar in it. I'm yeah. in. I'm in. I'll eat. It. It's gonna be good because it's got the little extra dust here. Oh, yeah. um, speaking of of cheese, number five on the list: Cheetos puffs. So cheese puffs, basically. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with They're you. Like funyuns, they're too dense. I don't. I. For some reason, I mean, I just don't. I, and I, I got one of the um, variety packs from Giant the other day of the chips um, to like mix it up with lunch. And like Cheeto Puffs was one of the things that came with. And like, yeah, dude, it's just not that good. First of all, they're so big that you, there's, especially if you get an individual bag, you get like six of them. That's all <laughs> that can fit in the bag. Yeah. And yeah, then, yeah. and then too, like you said, like 
Um, I mean, yeah, it's a nice little crunch, you know, when you bite in, but they're very light. They're very airy. There's not a whole lot to them. It's, it's, you know what I miss back in the day is the big old container of the cheese balls. Yeah. That Uts. was Uts. money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that thing with a ten gallon drum of uh, <laughs> it's cheese balls, and you just grab the whole container and you sh- you do the method. I, um, I have a funny yeah. story about that tub. <laughs> oh, so, <yeah. laughs> so this this lady who was a teacher, she taught, uh, I believe, she taught geometry uh, yeah. back in middle school. So she was she had some C's, okay, okay, uh, <laughs> as we just mentioned earlier, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, she uh, had this tub, but it was it was like a tub that she subbed out, but it was the exact same container, and it okay. was but it's, you couldn't see inside, and she had it on her desk, yeah. And so so everyone it, when we were in geometry, everyone was like, "God, what is in that container?" Because yeah. we never knew it was just sitting on the desk, and it's and I mean those tubs were big. I mean it's bigger than my damn laptop. They're here. huge, yeah, yeah. So one day, uh, <laughs> one kid. Went to go open it up, and then all of a sudden she like yelled at him and scared him because apparently she was out of the room or something like that. And he knocked it over, and there there was at least 150 mini M and M empty tubes poured out of it. Oh my god! Like I mean, dude, what kind of psychopath is storing (laughs) M and M? Like empty. So you're saying like empty. Yes, they were empty. Like they were this big and they were all empty because it went over the floor and you know they make that da ding da ding da ding da ding when they're like they're you know those empty tubes are going everywhere and she she flipped out and and the kid got sent to the office. We never saw from him ever again. He might 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 be dead. And also it's like what do you what do you really tell the principal? Like (laughs) this guy knocked over my Giant gallon of empty M M&M and M tubes. Yeah, yeah, six gallon tube, and that that, that that tub was ginormous. But everyone was like wondering for at least six months what the hell was in that tub. And she ended up uh, yelling at him, and he knocked it over, and all those tubes went flying I have so everywhere. Many questions. I have so oh many my questions. god! Like, why not throw those tubes away? Was she like yeah. storing them all? Are they recyclable? Was she trying to like be good for the environment? Like I'm going to store it up, fill up this tube with all these little tubes, and then when it comes time to recycle, I'll go down to the plant and <laughs> pour it in there or whatever. Like, oh, dude, she that's so I, again. Like I said, she had an extra. I mean, she yeah. she was a little on the heftier side. Well, and, I, I would think and, <laughs> those, those, those aren't salad wrappers in there. Yeah, because yeah. the funny thing was is that once all those things fell. Like me and some of my friends were sitting there, like, well, now that you think of it, you know, now, now that we're talking about it, I, I yeah. did see her eat one like last Tuesday, and the other, and then the next kid's like, yeah, I saw her eat three uh, at lunch one day. Like, so that we all like re- reclaiming time. Was it she... the mini, the like the mini M M&M and M ones, like the, the yes. tubes that have the mini M M&M? and M's? Yep, they were they're, they're like what, like three and a half, four yeah, inches tall, like so they're small, that big, and you can just like chug them down. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Well, that was what you yeah. did. You you pop it open. The pop like is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it was like it was like. And then all of a sudden you went like all the way down the hatch and then you threw it away. But that's apparently crazy. she kept them because I guess they're souvenirs. I have no idea. Yeah, that's weird. That's that's psycho behavior, but like that is that is that is funny. So yeah. you could you can do anything with your cheese puff uh <laughs> I'm not gonna say her name though. 
yeah, should yeah. I, I should yeah. say her name though. Yeah, um, I should. That's crazy. I, but I yeah. so I don't know if she's still with us. Bottom line is those should be on this list: the cheese balls, not the M and M. Over cheese puffs, Cheetos puffs are overrated for sure. Uh, number four on the list: cheese its, just plain regular cheese its. Could see that. I don't know if that's really a chip, but I can see that. Yeah. I'll take it. You know, so yeah. so we do the bag test still. And um, when I do the bag test, and for the loyal listeners out there, the bag yeah. test, obviously, what you know. Um, and uh, Jess still gets upset with me when I do the bag test in front of her. Huh. That's weird. <laughs> Why? She she says seriously, and I'm like I'm like what? That's... Like I keep my I, again I keep my hands clean. The hands are clean. Yeah. I'm not. I'm hovering it over my mouth, so yeah. I'm not really touching the bag to my nope. mouth in case you want some. Right, and, exactly. You're being considerate. Yeah, and I get a couple mouth, mouth mouthfuls, and I eat it, and I'm yep. good. Like I don't need to sit there and 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 get my hands all dirty, then waste water and waste soap. It's like I mean, I'm, I'm saving money. Now, Cheez Its are great for the bag test because they're yeah. like perfectly shaped, where they they have a great trajectory coming out of the bags and the, yeah. the box. Usually, usually with Cheez Its, they come in the big old uh, red box. Oh yeah, that's very nice to work with when it comes to the box test. Um, but there's a bag inside the box, so you you could still call it a bag test. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cheese. It's like you said. It's it's a classic. Um, it's all. I'm never gonna turn down a cheese. It. Um, you know they ha- they make all these various flavors, but honestly, like remember as as seen on the show when they had the puffed. I mean those oh, were freaking awful. Uh, <laughs> a classic cheese. It is the way to go. So I could see why they're in the top five. Number three on the list. This is uh, a Cerrone favorite. Flaming hot Cheetos. Flaming hot Cheetos. Those those are really good, but I think the Doritos have surpassed them now. Yeah, and they are not on the, the the flaming hot Doritos. I will tell you, are not on, not in the top ten here. I'm not surprised. I will see. Let's see where. Let me look. Because that dust is dusty. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, they that's are definitely a bad. That's like a it's like a du- sure. it's like a dustpan. Spicy nachos Doritos are at twenty eight. Yeah, that's not that's not even the same though, because they're not spicy. They're just extra nacho cheese on there, basically, and it, it's like right. it's, it's not really that spicy. Because like you, I'm telling you, the scorching buffalo uh, Pringles. I'll, I'll take a picture and send it to you later. Like those, you have to. Oh, get, I'll dude. buy them. I'll buy them this weekend for sure. Dude, they're, 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 <laughs> so, so, they're, they're, they're so damn good. But yeah, flaming hot Cheetos. So I'm a I'm a flaming hot Cheeto guy. Um, I'm notoriously I eat them in a bowl with a spoon, so I don't get the dust all over my fingers. It's weird, I know. Or with the other spoon. method I use. Uh, the other method I use is I take a chip clip. And I use that almost as a little like, uh, uh, like almost like chopsticks in a way. And you take the chip clip. You know what you use to close a bag, like to yeah. hold a bag of chips closed. Yeah, that's you, what I'm you, you take that. <laughs> you open it up. You you, you grab a uh, Cheeto with it. You pop it in your mouth, and you're good to go. I'll, you should I'll honestly do that get a, a chip clip and just label it as something. Yeah, like label it as this my, my my this chip is my Cheeto clip. clip. <laughs> my Cheeto chip clip. Um, but yeah, flaming hot Cheetos are great. I mean, like you said, the Doritos different method to get it. You know, different shape, things like that. But a good flaming hot Cheeto, um, like uh, you know, a great combo is you get a nice ham and cheese sandwich, a nice cold ham and cheese sandwich, a well-made one at home, and you you pair that with some flaming hot Cheetos and like yeah. a blue Gatorade or something. Oh man, it is it is excellent. You know what the funny thing is? <laughs> is I think our generation was the last generation where a simple simple creative sandwich. Is is all you need for lunch? Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about going to. I used to go to a Gonky and Golf Course, and they had cool blue Gatorades. And yep. again, 
I didn't. My mom didn't buy a ton of Gatorades and stuff like that yeah, when I was same. growing up. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, for sports or something. Okay, I can see. There's some that. of those kids that like always had Gatorades. Like, yeah, nonstop. I'm like, how do you? How can you afford that? Yeah. So yeah, it's like I'm a Powerade guy. Um, you know, I actually kind of like Powerade, but Cool Blue Gatorade you can't can't get around with it. So the funny thing about it is, is going to Algonquian Golf Course. Me and my buddy used to always get Cool Blue Gatorades. And they'd have some type of like hot dog or some some something there, like a ham and cheese sandwich or something that was like mm. gas station quality. Mm-hmm. But it was so good. I just don't get it. I mean, it was just Nothing amazing. Wrong with that at all? No. I mean, again, there's has to be some some good quality spongy bread. You throw in a couple nice layers of ham in there. You throw the cheese in there. If you want mayo, you throw that in there too. Yeah. yeah even yeah. sometimes, even like. It's a few times in my life where I'm like, yeah, I don't mind a little slice of lettuce in there. You know, I don't, I don't mind a little, little cool crunch added to the mix. Obviously, like, I don't have to have lettuce in there. I'm perfectly fine <laughs> with no vegetables there. But I'm telling you, flaming hot Cheetos pairs very well with a nice cold sandwich. Um, cool blue Gatorade is, just goes along with everything now. Oh yeah, we, I feel like we're also one of the few generations that we used to just drink Gatorade like as a drink, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like yeah, not yeah. for hydration for sports. It would just be like. This is my drink that <laughs> we're, I'm having. We're, yeah, we're in yeah. English class, so we're yeah. just drinking Gatorade. Yeah, I mean, those electrolytes. We were very hydrated. Um, number two on the list, Lay's Barbecue Potato Chips. This feels a little high for me to be all the way at number two. Yeah. Um, it is a good chip. I'd say it's like one of the best that you can get from the Lay's uh, group. It is one of my favorite barbecue chips. I like a good barbecue chip. Um, and uh, it is one of my favorites. Not not the best, but one of my favorites. So two just seems high for me. Well, barbecue list. chips are just, I mean, you really have to get a real good barbecue chip. Yeah. Like there's, oh, there's mesquite barbecue. And like, I was like, right. I, 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 like I don't know. I'm just over the barbecue chip. I think I think I'm just. There's a lot of bad them. ones. There's a lot of bad ones for sure. That's why I think like this is one of the ones that I will say like they do a nice job with it, because otherwise there's a ton of like pretenders. Yeah, like Lay's Hickory Barbecue Chip is on these right. lists too, and it's like I don't need that chip. Just give me the regular Lay's Barbecue Chip. Yeah, I get the barbecue dust on it or whatever. Um, we love that, dust. I do love the dust. Uh, and the number one on the list is Doritos. Uh, okay, is, is number one. Yeah, let's be honest. I get it. I get it. It's it's it is a great chip. There, it is hard to imagine a better chip um, than that. I will say again, the one of my favorite chips ever is the Mama Zuma's Revenge chip from Route Twenty Nine Chips or whatever those ones are called. Mama um, Zuma's. Mama Zuma's Revenge. I, I I've ordered them in bulk from uh, before. It is the best chip I've ever had in my life. Uh, it's a Route Eleven. It's one of those Route Eleven chips. They're called. Okay. Um, yeah, Mama Zuma's Revenge. It's got a hot hot girl on the front. Um, oh. And uh, it's it's wor- well worth your time. So, <laughs> the I'm girl or the chips? <laughs> I mean, I'll take the chips over the girl. Uh, <laughs> we will move into the final segment here today as I hit the music. And that is the Daily Dozen Trivia. Let me get the screen sharing going here. Give me one moment. Um, Let's see here. As we'll see how we can do. I wonder if I could take a nap to this music. It is definitely nappable, if you will. Nappable. I think that's a word, right? All right. Uh, you can see my screen. Scroll up just a little bit. Well, just just, just a tad. That's going to be hard to do. Okay, never mind. Leave it there. Like this? Or do you mean like this? Well, nothing changed. Just leave it there. Okay. 
How's that? Oh, there it is. There it is. Now it moved. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, Daily Dozen Trivia. We've been very good at this recently. I am afraid of us failing here. Um, NFL. This outside linebacker and edge rusher played for the Ravens from 2003 through 2018 and was a 2011 Defensive Player of the Year. That would be, I believe, Terrell Suggs. Suggs? That's who I was thinking. Okay. Walt Suggs. Yeah, Lee Suggs. There we go. MLB in 1988, Oral Hershiser sent an MLB record. Okay, so Hershiser, I believe, was a Dodger. All this stat, I mean, all this World Series MVP and all this stuff. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was a Dodger. Like, that was his thing. I, oof, I'm, I'm nervous about pressing select, but let's just do it. Yes. Okay. yes. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Perry Jones III, Quincy Acey, and Pierre Jackson led this Big 12 school to the 2012 Elite Eight. I believe that was Baylor. Quincy AC and Baylor seems right because this and Perry was, Jones. Perry Jones it sounds like Baylor too. I yeah, believe yeah. Th- that's when that's when I picked him to win the whole thing, and I think they oh, lost yeah. in Elite Eight. Yeah, they lost to Kentucky. Yeah, Rough. Yeah. All right, uh, this would be Dickens. Dickens. A Christmas Carol. Uh, Christmas Oliver Carol. Twist. Oh yeah, sorry, I should read it for the podcast listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Christmas Carol, Oliver Twist, and A Tale of Two Cities were stories written by what English uh, novelist? This is Charles Dickens. Celebrity mashup. Okay, Jimmy Kimmel in the middle. Definitely. And is that, is that Christian Bale? Bale? Uh, yeah, yeah, like Christian Bale. yeah. You knew it. You knew it too. I'm getting. I see. I'm getting better at it because now I'm starting to do them. So yeah. Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, that's a combined effort there. Okay. Well, dude, we're in good <laughs> shape here. All right. Beverages. In what U.S. state was Coca-Cola? This is Atlanta. Uh, so Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Coca-Cola is Georgia. Um, sorry, I got to read the full question for everybody. Else. <laughs> I'm very fast reader. All right, Tool Time. Hey! hey, Tool Time was the name of the show within a show on this ABC sitcom from 19. Does it say 81 or 90, 91 through 99? Home Improvement. Great Dude, show. I will say Tim Allen so underrated. I mean, and Home Improvement, I honestly, is un- very underrated. Like, I, you can go back and watch like any random episode of Home Improvement, huh? and have a good time. Another, another. One, Everybody loves Raymond. Honestly, is very underrated too. Like, that's I, my favorite favorite show, show. That's my favorite show of all time. It is. It is one of the funniest sitcoms you could ever watch. She ate a fly. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Uh, movies: John Cena, Leslie Mann, and Ike Barinholtz play parents who try and stop their kids from losing their virginity on prom night in this 2018. Comedy tip: We used PG thirteen version of title, so that would be. This is, this is a, oh, it's I it's don't it's it's cock blockers, but it's, it's oh, I, I, I oh it's just called like blockers, right? Is yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Good pull, good. Nice. I had no idea. Thanks. Uh, it sounds like a really bad movie. I don't, um, think, I don't think I, I don't think I might have seen it, but I'm not sure. We're eight for eight right now, heading into music. This female singer-songwriter released multiple hits in the 2000s, including Everywhere, All You Wanted, and Are You Happy Now? Uh-oh. Yeah, okay, so I'm thinking about it. Think about it real quick. Yeah, yeah. 2000s. <laughs> two th- yeah, well, you, 2000s. You, you're out? You don't know? <laughs> no, no. Well, I, I'm not. Oh. No, <laughs> you said I, take I'm your time. Too. I'm like, oh, boy. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't okay, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Everywhere, all you wanted, and are you happy now? It can't be Ashley Simpson because we had that had her in one of the recent ones. Right. Yeah, I don't thi- think it's Ashley. I feel like no. it's it's not Avril Lavigne because they would use a different one. Right. I don't think it's Avril. I'm thinking it's Mandy Moore. Interesting. It's because because uh, you're everywhere to me. I, isn't that when like, I close ev- my eyes? Isn't that isn't that 
everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that kind of throws a wrench in the system here. So it's a female singer-songwriter. <laughs> Multiple hits in the 2000s. But you're on the right track with the names you're throwing out there. Because we're talking about 2000s. Um, which is like, yeah, an Avril. It's not Britney. Um, no, not Christina Aguilera. It's not Christina Aguilera, yeah. Because like, they weren't... Not, they, these are including. It means like these yeah, are the, yeah. the top ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you happy now? I mean, that seems very like angsty. Um, I'm thinking, like, I keep thinking of songs, and I'm thinking of those lyrics. Um, all it's, you it's, wanted. It's not, it's not pink. I, I have a feeling it's Mandy Moore, because I don't know a lot of her songs. Um, I mean, we can always double dip, which is what we did last time. So, like, if we wanted to start. Okay. Like, it's not even coming up as an option. <laughs> Type uh, in more. See if. Yeah, so that's wh- not. What uh, the hell? Yeah, so okay, okay so well, throw well, Mandy Moore out of the. Well, why is it so, not okay? Everywhere, all you wanted, all you wanted, and are you happy now? Are you happy? So yeah, this is like like ballad type territory here. Um, I mean, is uh, everywhere all you wanted? I know you're right though that everywhere title it seems so familiar to me. Um, Cause you're everything. <laughs> That's not the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but, you, but yeah, you're on the right track. It, I mean, it's not like, uh, yeah, it's not Ashley Simpson. It's, it's probably not Jessica Simpson. Because um, again, like I said, you Avril, have to figure that that they're they're doing the the main hits. And if we don't know yeah. any of these, they're not gonna. It's not Is like, it like Ashanti or something or like. Alicia Keys or something like Alicia that. Alicia Keys. Yeah, I don't. I feel like they would. I feel like these titles would hit me. Like I feel like I would recognize like Alicia Keys everywhere. It's not like Colby Calais or whatever, or, or the other one. What was her name? The uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm losing my mind here. How, God, are we really gonna go eight for nine because of this? Well, we gotta um, have one guess first. Yeah, we need a guess. Um, <sighs> what about Jennifer Hudson? That's not a bad guess. That's not. A, let's just do it. Let's just throw it out there. That's not even coming up. Let me try. Are these people not even alive? <laughs> like, what is happening here? I guess it's not. So the American Idol route is not a bad route because American Idol, especially in the 2000s, was huge. I don't think it's Kelly Clarkson. Um, but in the Jennifer, 2000s. So Hudson was not all the way guess. to the 2000s. Yeah. So we're talking about yeah the year 2000 to 2009. Um, who else? And the female side of things was big around that time, um, like out of the American Idol scene. So yeah, Jennifer Hudson was one. Um, who was who was the other? Fantasia. Fantasia. I mean, that's not a bad guess, honestly. Let's just try it. Fantasia. Okay, so we're wrong. So we'll, <laughs> we'll try double dipping. Um, this sucks. This is rough. This is because we're gonna be like, oh, oh. I'm just gonna. Th- because you're every No, I don't want to do Kelly Clarkson because I just she's had so many other hits that we would have heard of. Um, there was I, I just saw when you typed in Kelly, it's Kelly Rowland. Yeah, could it be like a like a? Because I, I I feel like when it says like multiple hits, so it has yeah. to be someone that that has done. Oh yeah, yeah, it's somebody who it's a name. It's a, it's, it's like a it's not name. like uh like the the girl who sings Milkshake. Right, right, right. No, it's it's definitely somebody who's like a legit hit here, and it's and she's a singer songwriter, so she's like a solo act here. Um, are you happy now? And it's not. 
We're gonna, we're gonna take all day. Um, it's not like Nelly Furtado, right? Nah, she was she she was a, 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 a supporting person or whatever. Um, for the most part, right, right. Um, it's not like Shania Twain. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, not uh, country could you could the, be in the country route. That's the thing. It doesn't say like pop singer. Everywhere, yeah. all you want. It's not Cheryl Crow, right? It could be Cheryl Crow. I mean, I don't have a better guess. No. What was it? Why you got you got you to click off of it. Oh. Oh. Michelle, Michelle Branch. Branch. Who cares about Michelle Branch? She's not even one seat of branches. Show stats. So only 32% got the music one. Um College basketball, we did well on. I mean, that's a low percent. Celebrity mashup, really? That many people didn't get... Maybe because it was kind of a weird photo of Christian Bale, I guess, in the background. But, like, uh, I, I, we did good on this one. This this was... I, I know 8 for 9, it's not perfect. But I still feel like we did. But, yeah, Michelle Branch. I, I guess I just haven't listened to that much Michelle Branch, unfortunately. Well, um, Michelle Branch is, like I, like I said... She's she's not even somebody that even popped in my mind. Yeah, I know. That's that's a rough one. That's a rough one. But hey, we eight, eight for nine. I still think is better. I mean, I, I didn't see the percentages. Um, like if they, now, if they would have said something <laughs> like, for instance, oh yeah, she's a an R and B singer. Yeah, they or gave us like, like that. nothing genre. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, um, it's somebody in in ten in, in one decade who hit a couple hits. So the, the stats on this, by the way, are. 52,000 people have completed it, 52,887. Right. So basically almost 53,000, 2,000 perfect games. So yeah. that's, know, that's one of the lowest. Five. That's yeah. one of the lowest. I mean, I think, the, I think the lowest that I ever saw so far was the the solo show that I did by myself, yeah. which honestly was atrocious because I believe I had like yeah. three or four right, and, uh, and that was a stretch. Yeah. And I think they only had they had only triple digits. Got perfect scores out of seventy plus thousand. I think there was only like six hundred perfect brackets, or whatever. That's it was, dude. One. It was insane. That's a tough one. But hey, hey thanks a lot, nine. Kenny Pickett. Eight by the way, nine. yeah, Kenny Pickett screwed up our whatever. We're gonna reset for Thursday. Yep. Look out for that video again. Follow us on Twitter at the DC Crossover. And that's around sixteen, and then on uh, TikTok, DC Crossover Podcast. We'll be updating you guys on picks and things like that on there heading into Thursday night football. So that will be fun. Um, Besides that, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. This has been another episode of the DC Crossover. The beautiful sounds of John Z, football reporter. Singing loud and proud, (laughs) you you little troll.